You're watching The Sports Objective, the podcast for Pirates. Welcome in to a very special edition of the Sports Objective as we have a big game on the Diamond in Bowie's Creek tomorrow. And right now we're going to uh, bring in, first of all, Bubba Rosenbaum. Man, how are you? I'm doing well, Dave. Hope you gentlemen had an excellent Monday. Um, you, know, you talk about the Pirates. It seems like, as always is the case, that first midweek game traveling down to Bowie's Creek to take on the Campbell Camels. I had the opportunity to catch up with Justin Hare earlier this afternoon and um, we'll have that for you on our youtube channel you can go ahead and check that out but uh, right now very excited to be talking a variety of east carolina athletics baseball as well as men's and women's basketball with beat writer patrick mason of the reflector patrick we appreciate your time this afternoon yeah thanks for having me i appreciate it guys no doubt i guess patrick you're tired of seeing me it was a long weekend but uh good when we were talking in the green room it's always good when you can uh, win, and you're having some luck here with the teams you're that you're the beat writer for winning. That's right. Yeah, it was what, Saturday, so we had a doubleheader of baseball, and you and I uh, jumped back and forth over to the women's basketball team, which came back in the big fourth quarter to get their 19th win of the season, which was huge for them. And then, uh, you know, we were back there Sunday at, at Clark with Claire and uh, ECU baseball team finished off this week with 23 runs. So yeah, like you said, it's just a Great day uh, for Pirate Athletics because, I mean, they played really well all around. And uh, it was just fun to watch. And it's kind of fun because, you know, they're, they're kind of getting back on track, both teams. You know, baseball team getting back on track. And women's uh, doing their thing right now. So, yeah, it was a fun weekend. No doubt. Before I forget, happy birthday early. Patrick's birthday is uh, tomorrow. And uh, this is how dedicated he is to the Pirates folks and the Daily <laughs> Reflector. He's going to be in Bowie's Creek celebrating his birthday. He's going to have a Bowie's Creek birthday. And hopefully we could the Pirates can give him another reason to celebrate and uh, getting a victory right there against the the Camels, right, uh, Campbell. Yeah, that's right, right. Yeah, birthday party in uh, Bowie Street tomorrow. So, yeah, let's, let's do it up. And uh, no doubt about it, looking forward to that. In fact, uh, have you heard, uh, we were speculating, I know, uh, with our good friend Stephen Igo from Voice of Colors, have you heard anything about a starting pitcher. I mean, we speculated yesterday. Uh, that's what we do for a living. But uh, <laughs> yeah. do you know who the starting pitcher will be? Uh, I don't. I guess if I would have to guess, maybe Charlie Hodges um, coming off Tommy John surgery. They were kind of talking about him in the offseason about being a potential, you know, addition to this team. But, um, you yeah, know, I, I, honestly, I'm not too sure. I, I actually thought Jake Hunter might get the start um, just because he was their Sunday starter for a lot of last year. Um, but he ended up pitching the ninth inning in Sunday's win. And I think I guess it could go either way, Rick. They could have used it as his bullpen day to kind of get some work, get some live action. Um, but I guess, I guess we'll have to see. Um, but my guess is either one of those two guys will probably get to start on Tuesday. No doubt it's going to be a great game. And, uh, man, I wish Bubba, I'll pitch it to you, I wish I could be there at Bowie's Creek. Yeah, it should be a heck of a ball game and um, certainly a, 
excellent opponent. Campbell has dominated the Big South in recent years, and uh, you know, winning the a lot of times they'll win the regular season and the, the conference tournaments. And a quality series win, taking two out of three from Rutgers, who was forty-four and fifteen a season ago. And uh, you, I know you're asking Patrick about who the Pirates may throw, be it Jake Hunter or otherwise. Um, did find out earlier today in that interview with Justin Hare, um, without me even uh, prodding him and asking, uh, he said the East Tennessee State transfer senior Hunter Lloyd, uh, who had logged, I think, 144 innings and struck out 157 in those 144 innings, a 6'2", 205-pound righty will get the ball for the Camels. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a lot of innings, right? I mean, for, especially for a college pitcher, I mean, 144 innings, that's like a major league, you know, yep. workload. Yeah, that's a legit, you know, legit pitcher and a legit matchup tomorrow for the Pirates. Yeah, that was about, I think, 71 to 73 innings uh, over each of the last two seasons. Yeah, that was still that, uh, that just shows you right there, Patrick, that uh, the respect that Justin Hare and Cliff Godwin have for each other is that, we always uh, we always have like big time like duels, you know, where we're fighting till the very end, and it, and there might be a trick play or things that happen uh, at the very end. I remember Connor Norby, Bubba, was that a suicide squeeze or it was a squeeze, I believe, um, that uh, twenty uh, was that twenty twenty one. My years have run together, but it was a couple years ago. Connor Norby had that uh, like at the end of the game, I think, he, or maybe he's still home, but it was like one of those plays you never see that um, it was like an ace in the hole, so to speak. Yeah, I remember the play you're referencing, Dave, but um, don't recall exactly when that was. But uh, yeah, this is a series, uh, like I mentioned in the open, just the down through the years and you're always going to have the home and home. And it seems like the trip to Bowie's Creek all, always comes first, the fourth game of the season yep. in, in that first midweek game. And um, the, the only exception was, I guess, back in 2021 when the American altered uh, the conference schedule. And uh, because of that, um, the Pirates and Camels, I don't, I don't believe even played that season. Yeah, it's a shame because uh, we think a lot of Justin Hare. And, you know, Patrick, uh, there's different schools of thought, but the one thing that we can say about Justin Hare, not only a great coach, great guy, but he actually did it uh, the transfer route way, that he gets a lot of transfers in and really has done a nice job, like Bubba said. I mean, Bubba, I remember Bubba and I texting. We were in our group text. Tennis, they were giving Tennessee all the fits in Knox, Knoxville Regional and we were pulling hard for Campbell because we think so much of uh, Justin Hare and to knock down the number one. It was like David versus Goliath, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Remember Texas last year? They had the kid who threw like 102 yeah. miles an hour. And, I mean, that it was just so impressive. But, yeah, I mean, Campbell is always just impressive. And, yeah, like they, uh, they have the ability to say, you know, to tell transfers, hey, you know, when you come here, we're not just going to be, you know, another school. We're actually going to – compete or get to go to regionals you know we're a really talented ball club and, um it's just kind of it's funny how like they, they build that team because i think you know you look at east carolina they build it through high school kids and development i mean you know they it has to pluck some some transfer kids here and there but it's just kind of you know unique how each team kind of builds it but they're also both just really talented so yeah i'm i'm, I'm excited about tuesday i mean it's it's kind of fun that this midweek game like you said it's 
it's always kind of pops up here in the season. But yeah, it's definitely a fun one. Yeah, it's it's one of those games that it's a rivalry, but it's not like it's one of those things where whenever the game is over, people aren't going to be mad with each other. It's like a regional rivalry uh, situation where, uh, like I said, once the game's over, we're going to have a good time. And you have to respect, even if it was like a really heated rivalry, you have to respect what Coach Hare has done. And I tell you what, another thing, Patrick, the facilities at Campbell, they've really upped their game, no pun intended, um, with mm-hmm. with that too. So with the baseball facility and everything. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I think I was telling you in the press box this week. I went there for a, a Legion ball game this summer. Um, I, I, obviously, I forget who's playing, but I, was, I just remember the facilities. I was like, you know, holy smokes, this is actually a, a really cool ball, you know, ball field, and um, it, it just felt like nice. You know, it felt like a place where you can actually watch some good baseball. And, you know, because a, a lot of places you go are just, you know, just feels like you know high school feels sometimes, and, and that's fine. But Campbell, you know, definitely backs up the, the facilities with with their play, and it definitely makes it like feel kind of a special place to go. Yeah, this weekend we were talking last night on the extra innings. If you haven't had a chance, you can go back and uh, I'll do a shameless plug. You can listen to that. But we we're talking about how about forty three runs for this team. I thought, you know, going in, you follow the team a lot closer, being the beat writer for the Pirates. But I thought that. Uh, the bats would be a little bit slow, not like that we would be struggling against. I knew that we wouldn't struggle against George Washington. Let me be very clear on that because we know a lot of people listen and watch. But um, but the bats really, really were the surprising factor, dominating passion of 43 runs. If you told me that, I would have laughed at you ahead of time. If you said, Dave, we're going to score 43 runs uh, against George Washington, I would have laughed. Yeah, I mean, there was an incredible amount of runs. I think I ended up tweeting out at some point Sunday. It felt like we were watching batting practice. You know, I mean, they were just hitting the ball all over the field. Um, but you're right. I mean, just baseball by its nature, usually pitching is ahead of the bats just because I feel like it takes a while for hitters to just see live pitching. I mean, just by the nature of the sport, it's hard to hit It's hard to hit the baseball. You know, I mean, the ball is coming 90-plus miles an hour. It's breaking. And I feel like once you get that, you know, good base of, like, Hey, I've seen, you know, 100 pitches so far. I've had, you know, 30 at-bats. Then you kind of start getting your feet under yourself and you can kind of adjust. Um, then you start, you know, seeing the offense produce. But, yeah, East Carolina, they, they didn't seem to have that lag, right? I mean, they from, you know, I guess from day one, from Saturday, they just started hitting the ball all over the place. And uh, they, they really never let up, honestly. I mean, it, it was a really impressive display, and it was – I think Jacob Starling said in the post game, it was a lot, uh, a lot more fun weekend than last year's opening weekend. And uh, I mean, who, who's to argue with that? Yeah, you talk about the uh, play of Jacob Starling. Obviously, the the big home run in game one, and then he had a heck of a weekend. And he, one of the things that really impressed me, and it didn't surprise me because we saw it a season ago. Um, one of Jacob's biggest things is you know he was just trying to. Uh, be more consistent this season um, than he was last year. And yesterday, uh, he was hitting the ball with such power to, to all fields. And uh, yesterday, it was primarily to the backside. Yeah, and that's what I asked him about post game. It's just like, you know, what what sort of approach or what sort of differences did you make in the offseason to allow you to use all fields? And he was just saying, you know, yeah, I worked a lot with the hitting coach and I worked a lot with some different coaches. But he just said, you know, just kind of let the ball get deeper in the – you know, deeper into his uh, into his swing, and just kind of take with 
take what the pitch is given. And I, I think a lot of kids, you know, just want to say, Hey, I want, I want to rip this thing. I want to pull this ball. I want to hit a home run. But if you can, you know, if you can push the ball to right center field, which Jacob Starling did, I mean, he almost hit a home run. I think uh, right fielder made an incredible play robbing that home run. Otherwise Jacob would have had a for the cycle. Um, yeah. But just, just to be able to, you know, just be able to, you know, take what the pitchers given him was just incredible. And you could definitely see the maturation from last year to this year is how improved he is as a hitter. I know it's just one weekend, but you know, it was it was impressive. And like you said, there was no let up on the Pirates were up seventeen to five and then threw up six there in the bottom of the eighth. And you had a guy like O'Reilly Johnson who unfortunately uh, was missing last year uh, with that injury. But um, it was nice to see him do what he had done a couple years ago because we had seen it in uh, spurts. You know, yeah, I think he had hit three or four home runs back in 2021. Yeah, it's definitely a – I mean, it's like, like I said, we, we've only seen three games, but like, I think you can start seeing, like, the depth on, the, on this roster. Um, you know, especially in the infield, you can kind of interchange some pieces. You mentioned Riley Johnson hitting a home run. Um, even guy like, like Luke Nowak, who last year was like, honestly, if he played, he was a pinch runner in some little situations. And now he's the DH and he had two infield singles on Sunday. Um, I, I just think that this roster is very deep and, and Cliff has a lot of options to plug and play, um, you know, whether defensively, he can mess around with the lineup, you know, righty, lefty kind of platoon options. Um, it, it's just kind of a, it's unfolding to be a pretty fun roster. And like, I mean, there's plenty of depth, which is, uh, which is incredible for a baseball team. But that's being even you play 56 games. No doubt about it, Patrick. And it's going to be nice when Ryan McChrystal comes back and you have that depth because Will Coxon, I mean, we were talking about that before, like, in the, yeah. I mean, the dude, like literally it was 26 innings that he caught. I mean, in a short period of time, if you think about it, and I know that you and I, we were um, there in the press box and seeing with those cramps, it was, uh, we're like, oh man, we got to be careful with uh, him because we we have a freshman, but you don't want to put uh, a freshman in that in that. Well, at that point, it was probably okay, but you know what I mean. Like, we're trying to right. we're trying to mature him along and not oh. just throw him in the fire, so to speak, out to the wolves. And ad additionally, and uh, this may have been, I think, Patrick. I, I'm sorry if I stepped on you there, but uh, Nick Delisi, um, that very talented freshman that you referenced. I believe he's also coming back from an injury, so that's something else to take into consideration. Like like Cliff mentioned in uh, post game, I guess it was Saturday, saying that um, you know Justin really didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> yeah, because we I mean we all saw him. He was shaking out his I think it was his left leg, um, and I guess it, you know he ended up. We talked to him post game, and he said it ended up being cramps, but. You know, yeah, when you catch three straight games, including a double header to kick off the season, I'm sure that's not something you did in the offseason, right? I mean, you can practice all you want, but, you know, you never squat for, you know, eight hours, right? Like, exactly. it's definitely a unique situation. So, yeah, he's kind of got to be the Iron Man. But I guess the unique part of that is, is, like, his bat is, like, you don't want that out of the lineup, right? I mean, he, he just won, uh, you know, AC or AAC um, Player of the Week. Um, right. I mean, he, he literally had an incredible weekend, and he's, like, basically halfway to all of his stats from last year. I mean, he's just hitting the ball all over the field. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, you kind of worry about, like, hey, man, this is a lot of catching you got to do, and you're kind of, you know, like, I don't know what we got behind you, but, I mean, if he's hitting like that, I guess you just let him go and just, you know, kind of hope for the best at this point. 
And also, Patrick Gold mentioned the fact that one of the cool things I think we talked about um, uh, over the weekend is the fact that it's cool to watch these players develop. And uh, when you want to talk about a great coaching staff with Jeff Palumbo, Austin Knight, of course, head coach Cliff Godwin, they do a great job with player development. They're already great recruits, right? So they're big time and they come in and they make them even better. And when you see Wilcox and he, uh, he's like so much better uh, when it comes to, I would say probably behind the plate, but certainly his bat. Yeah, absolutely. And you could definitely tell there was a, you know, an offensive, I don't know, like resurgence is the word, but like something clicked for him that he, he's, he's hunting pitches. I mean, that was so obvious in this weekend where he gets his fish, he's swinging hard, he's going to hit it to the gap. It was incredible. And you mentioned Austin Knight too. And I think, I think it's kind of important where, we saw Trey Savage, um, who was a, basically a one-inning reliever last year. He came in and he just lights up. You know, he throws 95 miles an hour. Um, when he started the second game on Saturday, um, George Washington was ready for that fastball, right? They were like, all right, this kid throws hard. We're going to hit this fastball. And you could tell, like, and, and Cliff mentioned it, you know, in post-game where him and Austin Knight talked with Trey and, you, gotta, you know, you got to work backward a little bit. And once Trey started like throwing that change up or that curveball yeah. slider early in the count, like it was just worlds of difference. So I think like just that on field, like in real time adjustments was is huge. And because like, you know, Trey is a guy who has lights out stuff, who can blow anyone away. But when a team says, all right, I'm going to be ready for 90, 93, 94, you know, a college, a college kid's going to hit that. And I think once they made that adjustment, you know, we saw a huge difference. So yeah, like you said, this coaching staff is, Definitely paying attention there. They're on, on the ball, and, you know, it, it's definitely paid dividends. No question about it. Uh, it's fun to watch this team. In fact, Bubba, uh, not to look ahead, but uh, one thing, I, and, and obviously coaching staff, but while we have you, Patrick, uh, Bubba, this this uh, weekend is going to be huge in Greenville, right? Yeah, it'll be an unbelievable atmosphere. I'm so glad that Coach Godwin and Coach Scott Forbes at North Carolina are on the same page. Yes. Um, as far as playing this traveling series uh, with um, this year, too, being in Greenville and then the Sunday game being in Chapel Hill, obviously it was flipped a season ago. And uh, this, it's just great for college baseball. You have teams that are ranked in the top 15 pretty much in every poll. And uh, obviously D1 baseball, 11th and 12th, respectively, for the Pirates and Tar Heels. And just so much talent on these two rosters. And um, yeah, over 5,000. For sure. Well, I think, what was it, Dave? You can help me out. I think it was uh, the second or third largest uh, opening day crowd. Um, third largest. Right. Yeah, third largest. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, like you said, it's great that the first two games are here in Greenville and you know, 11 versus number 12, I mean, you can pick a pick a sport, right? Football, basketball, you know, any, any sort of sport, wrestling. I mean, if you get number 11 and 12 in the country, that is something you got to pay attention to. It's, it's huge. It's, it's big time. And it's just awesome that it's happening, like, what, week, week two of the year? I mean, it, yeah. it's really fun. No doubt. And one of the great things, as I was telling you guys this weekend, is this is going to have a, by far a regional atmosphere I had people already asking me for tickets, Patrick. I'm like, hey, I've got to go to, I got to go to the game too, and my kids. So, uh, but we have people. In all seriousness, we have people that um, I can't imagine. Now I'll look this week on the secondary market. I'm curious to see if uh, what the tickets are going for, and not trying to over hype it or amp it up. But 
it doesn't need it because it's a great series. But you're right, Patrick. Having the number 11 team and number 12 team, plus when you have a situation where they're state rivals um, and very good programs. So, I mean, it's going to be awesome. And I can't imagine uh, being a writer like yourself. It's fun what we do, but being a writer, it's got to be fun having such a good baseball program. Yeah, it, it's definitely fun and it's exciting just because, you know, like, you know, people are paying attention. and It feels like you're, you know, you're part of something, I don't want to say bigger, but you're just a part of something that's, you know, it, it feels special. And it's, you know, it, every game, you know, like you said, it's, it's second weekend, there's, you know, a million games in baseball, but it just feels like, you know, this, it's almost like a little Super Bowl kind of thing, you know, it, it definitely has that excitement around it. So it's definitely really fun to be a part of, and yeah, and to write about it and just, just to be around it. And I know you're from the Midwest. Obviously, you, you went to the University of Iowa. So I hope here in uh, a few months that you're able to tell your family and friends that, hey, I'm uh, I'm going to be in, in Omaha for a, a week or two um, in <laughs> Carolina baseball. That's right. And, like, I, you know, I don't want to open up any old wounds, but I, uh, last year my parents were saying, because, you know, they live in Illinois now, and they were like, Hey, we're we're gonna drive down to Nebraska just for this, you know, for ECU. And it's so funny because my, my parents are just like huge ECU fans when they, you know, they wasn't even on their radar, you know, a few years ago. But they were like, you know, well, we're gonna drive down, we're gonna support. And, you know, obviously it didn't happen, but I just think that's so fun. Where like this this team can really rally just like people from across the country. I think it's really cool. Absolutely, jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, for sure. Hey, everybody, Pat, everybody likes a winner. And uh, speaking of which, uh, I know we I know you've got another story to do here in a little bit, so we don't want to keep you too long. But I want to talk for a few minutes, Bubba, and we can come back if we have to to baseball. But I got to give love to Kim McNeil, Coach Kim, Coach Corey. I tell you what, uh, how exciting is it a chance on Wednesday night for the 20th win? And that can come at Williams Arena Menchie's Coliseum. And the missions of free first 200, 250 people get a T-shirt. And, uh, man, I, they're, it's so exciting. I've got people there in group text. Are you going to the game on Wednesday night? And I'm like, for our t- basketball teams? And I'm like, no, I've got an AAE practice. i got to go to an Aiden. Trust me, I would be there if, if I could. Yeah, it's, they, are, they are a really fun basketball team. And just, like, defensively, they are incredible. They get after you. They hound you. I mean, that's how they end up winning basketball games. They're, they they just play with such a pride. And, I mean, obviously, Amaya Joyner sticks out. Um, she She's an incredible talent. And I think the fun thing is, like, we're, we're seeing, like, like, the tip of the iceberg. She is very raw. She is very, you know, she's she's still inexperienced. She, she's letting some stuff get to her. But at the same time, she's dropping a double-double on your head every game. Danae McNeil is just, you know, she can take over a game at any time. And I feel like this this isn't my women's basketball team we've seen under Kim McNeil before. You, you could definitely see, like, this road she's taken. Um, I mean, they're, they're playing phenomenal right now. No question. Free admission, like Bubba put up on the screen if you're listening, and it's going to be great. We need to, as Coach told us in the post-game press conference, Patrick, we need two to 3,000 people. Hey, let's uh, yeah. let's shoot for the moon. Maybe it's several thousand people. I mean, free is free. What are you doing on Wednesday night? Some of you I know go to church like me, but hey, you can miss a Wednesday night. The Lord will forgive you um, because <laughs> we, <laughs> um, I am a religious person, but when we have something going on Wednesday night like this, it's a big deal. And 
I know Bubba, if Bubba was anywhere close to us, I, I promise you, if he was in a, a stone's throw away like me, um, Bubba, you always give me a hard time. He's like, man, if I was 40, 45 minutes away, I'd be in everything. Right, Bubba? I don't know if we lost Bubba, but anyway, Pat, it's <laughs> uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I know that this team is exciting because they have a chance to uh, do something special. We haven't been to the WNIT, like I was telling you, since 2015. Only two times to the Big Dance, 1981, 2008, off the top of my head. I hope that's right. I'm not a math guy, but uh, Bubba is. But it's only twice for the men's and women's uh, programs to go to the Big Dance. So um, just the fact that we can uh, get the program headed in the right direction, which they've done a nice job, 19 and 8, 10 and 4, second in the American, Pat. Uh, yeah. with the, That's really – they were picked 11th, as you remember, by our wonderful media. The media picked them 11th. And here we go, right? Yeah, there was a, I'm pretty sure it was Super Bowl Sunday. I was covering the women's basketball game. And uh, they end up, oh my goodness, I forget who they played. Um, anyway, um, Kim McNeil in the in the post-game interviews is saying, hey, like they picked us last. Like she, she said that a couple different times. And I was asking her about it. And she said, you know, we, we didn't talk to it, you know, talk about it too much as a team. You know, you, you got to move on and do it, do, you know, do you. But she said as soon as conference play started, she brought it up again and said, hey, you're about to play all these teams whose coaches picked you last. You know, like these are the group of people that picked you last. And, yeah, you know, here they are sitting second place. And they play a really fun brand of basketball. Like, yeah, I mean, they're not going to score a million points, but just the way they play defense. I mean, they are in people's faces. They're stealing the ball. I mean, they're up in you. Like it makes it an uncomfortable game for anybody. Like it's it's a team that you just don't want to see if you're an opponent. And so it's a really fun brand of basketball. They're feeling themselves a little bit. And like, and you can tell, man, they're, they're playing with some swagger. And here they are, like you said, second place. And they were picked to be last. And, you know, they got a few games left. And they're, they're rolling right now. Yeah. I mean, if they, if they went out, Pat, I didn't even thought about that. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> literally, they could be 22 and 8. And let's see, <laughs> yeah. that would be 13 and 4 in the conference. Something like that. Is that right, Bubba? Yeah. Off the top of my head. That's that's nuts. So, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that math checks out. Yeah, three more games to go. So yeah. Well, uh, hard to believe, but really proud of them. And I know with you, you, uh, if I could be there every single game, I'd be right there with you for the ladies. But I know you do a nice job of covering them. And um, coach talked about the number of people that start to support the program. But uh, they put a winning product on the floor. They have worked very, very hard. Uh, they had the defense that was like the foundation for the offense, and now. We have a situation where they're starting to score more. Uh, their brand of basketball, like you said, I love the steals and the fast breaks. It's uh, very entertaining to watch. It's not like they're just uh, doing a half-court offense and dribbling the ball up every single time. It's actually uh, real fun to go to the games. If you've never been to a game, I'm doing a sales pitch now because I really want a lot of people there and uh, take my place and bring 10 other people or 20 other people. And <laughs> speaking of um, Bubba, uh, we talk about all the time about church groups. If yeah. you're a church group, take your youth group on Wednesday night. If you're hearing this, take them on Wednesday night. They'll love you. And it's a lot of fun. And it's great camaraderie for everybody. For some reason we can't hear you, Bubba. I don't know. I know you referenced it in the postgame days as far as uh, Amaya Joyner. And uh, uh, her following, and was it also uh, Danae McNeil? 
Yeah, I didn't realize that. Coach brought that up to Patrick, and I, I didn't realize. Charter bus, and that was hilarious and an awesome run to to be able to charter a bus with fifty fans, you know, friends and family to uh, come to the game. Hey, that's whatever it takes to get it done to get a win, and I know Patrick is going to be great, and hopefully we can get some excitement. Um, I wanted to mention uh, one more thing, Pat. Um, uh, looking at the time, I know you got to run, but. Uh, the men's game. So we have the big game on Friday night, of course, at 530. And then on Saturday, is that a two o'clock game off the top of my head? Two o'clock for the baseball right. game. And then uh, so I hope with Pirate Nation, there's no bad weather, because what I want to happen is everybody to go to the baseball game, go get something to eat. Like we've got a great a lot of great restaurants in Greenville. And then at eight o'clock, man, the number one team in the country, that would be elect that place will go nuts if we can find some way uh to pull off that upset right bubba of course and uh number one team in the nation coming in like you're saying dave pirate nation has to respond and, and pack mingies and create the atmosphere that the team deserves think about how much fun you had when we uh, rallied from 16 down to defeat cincinnati yeah i'm sure the the odds are extremely long on uh Saturday night, but we've seen in the past when Minji's Coliseum is rocking and it's packed to the rafters and you have in excess of 7,500 there, um, you never know what can happen. So uh, so pack the place and, and give the Pirates a, a fighting chance um, to be an equalizer with that six man. We'll definitely be there in uh, section 204 where my my seats are my season tickets and we're going to be there. We're going to be loud. And I hope that there's a lot of people there because what else are you doing on in Greenville on a Saturday night? Come on. It's only a couple hours uh, to see the basketball game and uh, to have a lot of fun. Uh, Patrick, uh, what else do you have? What do you, what else are you working on in the reflector? I want to give you a shout out and uh, get people to read your, your great columns. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Just like I said, following some ECU baseball, you know, we got some basketball to wrap up and, uh, um, heading out to PCC baseball this week. Um, so yeah, you know, it's a lot, of, a lot of baseball and, uh, you know, hopefully following a pretty fun women's basketball team. That's, you know, they, they got to run in them. So let's see how far they can go. Right. Yeah. And, uh, Bubba did a nice job with a preview, by the way, of Shane Winkler, their, uh, coach of the softball coach and they're, they're, uh, they're red hot yeah. this weekend. So want to give them some love too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna. I want. I want to pop out to them too and write. You know, write some on them because yeah, they had a phenomenal weekend. I think they're off to a what eight and two start something like yeah. that. So uh, yeah, they're they're, uh, they're playing well too. So a lot a lot of good sports here in Greenville. In fact, there's uh off the top of my head, we were talking about that. Uh, you can go. I think it's at twelve thirty, but they have uh, the Pirates Clash. I think it was called. But several teams this weekend. So you have baseball, softball, and basketball. Um, at home this weekend. So you get your money's worth for <laughs> yeah. sure. Patrick, thank you so much, man. I know that uh, we're running out of time and uh, you got another story to do. So appreciate you uh, carving out some time for us. Look forward to seeing you this weekend and hopefully we can get the dub tomorrow in Bowie's Creek with the Pirates taking on Campbell. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for having me on, guys. And yeah, we'll, we'll see you out there. All right. Take care, man. See ya. I'll see you later. All right. Thanks very much for Patrick coming on. And I know that he's uh, 
Very busy, Bubba. Appreciate him so much for all he does for uh, the Daily Reflector and um, a great paper. As always, you can go to reflector.com to view his work, by the way. Hey, Bubba, I want to remind everybody, too, lots of great uh, programming. Absolute empowerment we have with Coach Jeff Connors. Lots of great uh, content with him. You can check out that great show. Former Strength and Conditioning Center uh, coach. Uh, he's uh, been tremendous uh, strength and conditioning coach and uh, we appreciate him uh want to remind everybody to listen to that plus we've got all kinds of great programming coming up this week uh want to remind uh, folks of that too right yeah you talk about coach connors having caught up with a lot of uh, great former pirates uh, and former pirate players that is uh, guys like a jeff carr uh his wife misty horn who uh played basketball back in the day uh I guess it was for Ann Donovan. Uh, and and then you also had, um, let's see, there's been so many. Uh, Terrell Williams, Vontae Leach, uh, Rod Coleman, uh, Emac, Emmanuel McDaniel, who played right around a decade uh, in the NFL as a corner. Uh, Junior Smith, East Carolina's all-time leading rusher. Um, and, and then there are others as well that I know I'm leaving out. Coach uh, Steve Logan. Yep, uh, and tremendous interview uh, of about an hour and 10 minutes with Coach Logan. Um, that one has been uh, very well received, and as you would expect. And then um, the interview tonight, uh, 7 o'clock, um, Eastern North Carolina native um, of Tarboro High School. He played running back at North Carolina and then also in the NFL for several teams. Sean Drawn uh, yeah. will, will be on the program tonight. So. Um, Definitely check that out. And it was an excellent conversation between Sean and Coach Connor. No doubt about it. And, uh, Bubba, I know that we're going to have uh, – we'll have our North Carolina preview this week coming up. A lot of great uh, content with the Pirates. Not to overlook uh, the great matchup tomorrow at Bowie's Creek. And uh, what time is first pitch? Is that 4 p.m., Bubba? It's a late afternoon, right? 5 o'clock first pitch. 5 o'clock. I'm sorry. And if you cannot make it to – Patterson Stadium, I believe what it is there. Um, it is, uh, let's see, uh, crap. Um, it is ESPN Plus, um, so you, it's not a not a flow sports situation. Um, the game will be on ESPN Plus tomorrow. Um, obviously, Campbell's in the Big South, and uh, has they have won the Big South, I think, Three straight years going for a, a four-peat this time around. Yeah, it should be a great matchup, and I uh, look forward to that. want to give a shout-out to our good friends at Next Level Training Center, Bubba. I appreciate their sponsorship of Extra Innings, and uh, they do a lot. You can uh, go to their website, nextleveltc.com, or you can go by and uh, check out uh, their all their social media. Plus, you can give them a call at 252-756-NEXT. And we appreciate them. Also, on the screen you're seeing right now, for those watching, if you're not, uh, it's pgxgloves.com. And uh, they have all, I've got to order those uh, this, um, the end of this week. Uh, nice to get a payday. <laughs> uh, but order with uh, Mark Menikazi at pgxgloves.com. And they have all kinds of gloves there, and lots of cool stuff there, and swag as well. A lot of great t-shirts. Put in the promo code ECU, and you'll get 25% off all products, Bubba. Great. Uh, my kids get a lot of compliments on the gloves. They have two pairs each for baseball and softball. 
and uh, they get a lot of compliments, especially the customized. They have Alex on one and Mackenzie on the other. And one Alex had blue. That's his favorite color. And Mackenzie's favorite color is red. And uh, they can hook you up. And um, again, just go to promo code ECU and 25% off all products. And on the screen right now, Bubba has the hat of, or he did, uh, that he has uh, PGX gloves. So good stuff there. Bubba, do you have anything before we go, brother? Yeah, very quickly. Correction, I knew that didn't sound right. Patterson Stadium's at Louisville. Uh, I believe believe it's Perry. Perry Stadium? Uh, on, the, on the campus in Bowie's Creek. All right. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I look forward to it. I know you guys are. We appreciate uh, the special edition. I uh, want to get Patrick on to Patrick Mason, that is. And again, Bubba, before we go, I want to remind everybody you did a great job uh, with uh, Coach Justin Hare, who's the head coach of the Campbell Camels. And uh, that was uh, earlier this afternoon. So check that out on our YouTube channel. By the way, subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can like us on Facebook. We're on everywhere, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. So uh, check it out. All right. For Patrick Mason the, from the Daily Reflector, Bubba Rosenbaum producing and on air, I'm Dave Richmond. Have a great afternoon. And as always, go Pirates. Every yard, every first down, every touchdown with the cannons blast. Get it on, get it all, get the wave going.